And live. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. You really adopted the dark. I was born in it. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bazinga. Two in the box. Ready to go. You mean fast? Baby slow. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. To uh, the Mont Geekmore podcast, your favorite podcast where you come to listen and watch, depending on how you're uh, looking at this. Uh, four people talk, debate, and argue over their top four, Mount Rushmore, if you will, of their favorite pop culture subjects. Today's pop culture subject, as you can tell by looking either at your Facebook or face uh, or YouTube page or your iPhone or Samsung, we don't discriminate, whatever, bro. However you're listening to us, you know already that it's the Mount Geekmore of TV uh, marriage proposals. Uh, I am Neri Signs. With me, as usual, is Mike. What's up, bro? Let's get romantic. <laughs> and Missy. Hello. And we, today we have a new friend, right? Yeah, uh, this is special guest. He's empresario and chief creative officer <laughs> of the Missing Sock Podcast Network. He's on a million shows. Uh, chiefly, he's on Mike Contextualizes the Universe. He is the one I've been contextualizing to this whole time. Oh, I yes. love that podcast. And well, thank I you. I understand superheroes now. <laughs> well, I understood them before, but... Now yeah. I just had me. Pr- now I've seen them all. You look a bit different than the posters that you guys put out for the contextualizes the universe. Normally <laughs> yeah, you're I'm superimposed a- on onto like Captain America's body or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of. I was a big fan of putting putting my head specifically on every hot leather clad woman <laughs> I could find. So yeah, sorry to disappoint you if you've been like just like furiously liking our Instagram posts. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, bring uh, that androgyny, please. Not just being had- the dwarf all day. He also has a podcast called uh, uh, Child's Play with a Z, with a Z, where he, him, and uh, another guy, Adam uh, Phillips, reviewed kids' bop albums, and then they create their own bops based on their kids' bop experience. And it is it is a beautiful train wreck of just magic, like. Kids Bop itself is weird, but then the bops are also weird. And then they also got like real viral because they did the family friendly version of WAP called Wet and Splash. Oh, yes, I know. What, 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 what? Wet and Splash. Man, yeah, we've really, we're like, we're like 34 total albums deep and like we're really starting to lose our minds. Like we just <laughs> want it to end. And they've gotten really aggressive with releasing more content. So like we're just, you know, you you guys know how you like shackle yourself to a hilarious idea and then you're like, damn, is- <laughs> this is my brand now. Yeah. I have to yeah, do this yeah. forever now. Yep. Oh so superheroes and kids bop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you've heard of what? <laughs> So you've yeah. heard of kick clicks. That's nice. yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I enjoy being the martial arts pros forever. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're excited to have him on. I told him what we, what he has to do, and he'll pick it up as he goes along. We'll figure this out. I'm ready. I've got all sorts of wonderful, sweet, tear jerking moments to talk about. All right. Uh, well, let's go around the horn. How did you guys come up with your selections, Mike? How did you come up with your selections? Uh, what what made your list? What, like- okay. 
my I made my list because at first I was like, oh, this is gonna be easy, and then I was like, oh, I don't like shows like this. Like this, <laughs> are, this is not my 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 niche. It's I, I like the 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 ones that I've seen are probably like the big ones. So there's gonna be some marquee ones here, and then a couple of them are like, um, like I realized all of these take place in like very sitcom heavy because that's how sitcoms continue their storylines right like they they don't jump sharks anymore they have babies they get married they get divorced they all do all that stuff so it's like uh it was tough but i ended up just picking the ones that stood out in my mind as like iconic like moments and then a couple one and one that's just like really personal and i and we can exclude it if if need be but we'll see is it on tv was it a marriage proposal yeah kind of then there's no need to check, exclude it check. i think that's it i think you asking check, someone to marry you at like a baseball game like what um it was i was standing on top of a television set and <laughs> missy how did you come up with your selection um i picked um I I kind of tried to stay away from the obvious iconic ones that I I would I would have picked I think um I picked ones that moved the story along or the show along but wasn't necessarily like a gimmick like they didn't get engaged because it was a series finale or anything like that yeah, and um the ones that were memorable because there's a lot of in googling this there were, there were a lot that I had forgotten about but the ones that I was like, oh, like the same ones that I came to mind over and over again were the ones that came up in, you know, my research. I know that's an ugly word these days, but still research. <laughs> so, so, um, so that's that's pretty much it. it was pretty straightforward. And the ones that like, you know, they're just, just so sweet and perfect. No. All right, Alex, how'd you come up with it, man? Well, first and foremost, I decided I was going to avoid candles of any kind. So uh, I, I was like, no candles. There will be absolutely. I, I, I don't like it. Anytime television is like, hey, you know what people totally love to do? Light 850 candles in the fucking copier room at their office. No. So no candles. Uh, and then my number three and two. What I. uh what I uh, <laughs> what I what I actually really focused on was I I had the same problem as Mike where I was like okay these are all sitcoms but also like the the shows that I don't watch the shows I watch that aren't sitcoms are like Breaking Bad right they're like thrillers and with the dramas I watch you know no no doubt Abbey for oh for my Chiboy. god remember that time that they proposed with that with that <laughs> yeah. rock. With that, with yeah, the rock ring. It was amazing. With that the beautiful- moment in the season finale when Walter just turns to Jesse and he's like, "Jesse, you and me forever." <laughs> and then they light a bunch of candles and all the meth explodes. I loved it. Vince went in a weird way, wow. but uh, yeah. So my my four are. Um, I actually really like it when uh, the proposal it just sort of happens because they need it to to like get them to something else. Um, like in the episodes, I really like it when the actual proposal is sort of like almost glossed over. And then I like I picked also ones where like something goes wrong in the middle of it and they like power through that. I like to see that um, rather than a big corny production happening and going very, very smoothly, because I don't know if any of y'all have proposed, but shit goes wrong. Mike has multiple times. 
Yeah. <laughs> Multiple times. Uh, <laughs> what? No. I haven't proposed. I have been proposed to. Um, it was uh, stupid. <laughs> All of television has taught me anything. Girls are obligated to light 5,000 candles before they propose to Matthew Perry. <laughs> I, uh, I went with the same way that Alex went. I went with the most romantic, gushiest things I could think of. Three, I will say this, three of the four of mine are sitcoms. Um, and I will, I probably would have had, that probably would have been two out of the four had it not been for the fact that I was not supposed to be here today. And I got called up to do this uh, within the last 45 minutes. So I didn't have time to rewatch an episode that I have of a show that I haven't seen in mo- many years, and I felt it unfair to put it in, even though I know I loved it, I don't remember the moment itself. So it'd be, mm. it, I felt it kind of cheesy to be like, so-and-so from a TV show I haven't seen five years ago. And I remember liking it, but I can't recall the exact TV right. moment. And I'm like, that's kind of cheesy. I remember so, it happened, and that's it. I remember it happened, and I remember that I liked it. I just don't. I can't recall. I can't talk about it. So there, I, I felt that. Anyway, my whole point is: so three, three of the four are sitcoms. Uh, but yeah, I went kind of the same route. That none of these were season finales. None of these were like the biggest moment of the TV. Like, did you hear the one where this happened? Like, it was never that. It was almost like uh, a lot of these were almost crossovers. And uh, I will say this. Looking at my list now, three of them caught me totally off guard because a I'm a fan of I'm an actual fan of sitcoms in general, but I'm a fan of these shows. And I remember watching these episodes and remember going like, "What the? What did he just propose? Jesus Christ!" Oh man, she, I, I like, bet we have two of the same. There's oh, going to yeah. be a lot of tabling, I think, on this episode. Good, good. All right. Make sure it. to write these. Make sure to write <clears> these. I got these, him. Uh, I got him right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, Alex, normally when I'm at home, I'm I'm on the road now. So if I'm at home, I normally have a sound booth and like cool like song intros, like number four, welcome to the and then I, you know, shit. But we don't. That have was that pretty now. good, right there. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. right there. What you just did, that was awesome. Number four, welcome. <laughs> uh, so make sure. Uh, so yeah, let's go ahead and get going with our number fours. For the listener, uh, go back and just listen to the sound cues <laughs> of previous episodes. Episodes and then come back to this one, <laughs> or don't. <laughs> well, if you're listening to the audio version, I'll try to remember to add the sound clips when I get home. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I do it, Mike. Sometimes I know, I, do it. I know. All right, so let's no, start. There was no. one episode where you guys were all doing bah, 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 like mouthing that at the end, and I cut all that out and put the actual. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> you should just laid it in with us, so it's just <laughs> us going bah, 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 and the actual horns going. Bah, 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 bah. No, what you guys said were. Oh, we have to do this because we don't have the soundboard. And then I actually put the actual sound, so you guys look like idiots. Uh, <laughs> <You> <laughs> all right, go ahead, number all four, right, let's start. Five. Number four, Bing, Bing, Bing. Is it me? Yes. Yes, yes, Mike. <laughs> My number four, and I have a feeling this is gonna get. Oh, I'm going with Jake and Amy from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Table. Table. Was an honorable mention for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jake and Amy Brooklyn nine nine, Missy. My number four is my only not uh not sitcom, and it's uh, Maggie and Glenn from The Walking Dead, and so oh. 
um, this proposal was unexpected and it was very heartfelt. He actually speaks to uh, to the dad before, which was so sweet. And we all love Glenn. I, I've never met anyone that doesn't love Glenn. I could go either way. Of course. Mary. Uh, of course. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I stopped watching that show after season two, so I, I don't... Okay, so this happened at the end of season three. They're still in the prison. There's that imminent threat of the governor coming to fuck everything up when they found, like, some kind of solace and safety. And it was very beautiful. The only thing that really was a little uh, off the cuff was that Glenn gets the uh, ring from a zombie lady that's at the fence of the prison. Just cut it off, which I feel like in terms <laughs> of the apocalypse, like, you gotta make it work. <laughs> I haven't seen the show, so that's great. There's a um, lot of thrifting going on in that yeah, show anyway. You that know. is thrifting, correct. He had to thrift. And <laughs> I think that this proposal and just uh, it, like I think they're the uh, opposite of what Carol and Daryl's relationship brings to the show in terms of like platonic love. Maggie and Glenn, did, their storyline was great about you know, showcasing like in the fucking pits of the apocalypse, like some kind oh, of glimmer of, of, of positivity and, and hope. Um, and so that's, that's my number four. I love them forever. That is, I, you know what? I completely forgot about there's, this is going to happen too. Cause I completely forgot about that, about that show and that, that people existed where they got like, they met and fell in love and got married on that show. Yeah. I forgot about that. They did it right with Ma- Maggie and Glenn. I haven't watched since season eight. So I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel right, like there are uh, like aliens and shit now, right? There's like there's it's they've gone off the rails, right? Like eight or nine with I don't know. I think there there might be a crossover with Star Wars. You're right. You're yeah, absolutely sure, right. Sure. Chewbacca zombie. <laughs> Alex, what's uh what's your number four? My number four is Ben Wyatt and Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec. Is that gonna get tabled? Nope. No. No? It's honorable mention. It's honorable mention. Nice, nice, nice. Um, Yeah, I don't know. This is one where, like, it happens at the beginning of an episode at, like, real early in a season. So, like, she's wandering around, and she's like, oh, some stuff's going to happen. And Ben just walks in and hits a knee and proposes. And you're like, you had been set up for, like, a different arc for the season. And they're like, nope. We're doing this like uh, and I don't know. I was really nice. I also liked that in the middle of it. She's uh, I don't know. She stops him and does a really cute Leslie note thing where she's like, I got to look around and remember everything and how perfect my life is. And I, that was really sweet. Yeah, it's You'll just be a it's, fool to hate that moment. What was right? the? Uh, <laughs> does Mary hate that moment? Loads I it with a fire of a thousand. Why? Why? Because she interrupted him. He was doing fucking well on his own, and she couldn't just let well enough be good. She just yeah. shut, doesn't shut the fuck up, and it's like, Neary, you, Neary, you should probably not marry a Type A politician, then, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, like that's that, my <laughs> advice to you. But that's and that's fine. I just, I, I was like, let him do what he does. I'm like, I, uh, thought, that, I thought it was perfect. It came at the heels of of them in the previous episode. It was uh, Ben got a job offer, yeah, and, that he couldn't refuse. He that's was already same, working in DC. It's he the was same already working. Episode. He was yeah. already work. He was already working in DC, and uh, Leslie. They were gonna buy a house, but then Leslie went to that house to look around one last time because, it, 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 in her mind, 
they, they can't buy she the was saying goodbye to it yeah right. and instead of saying goodbye she gets to say hello to like the next well, i don't know man nice but there's a look that up. ben ben gives her while that's happening when he's like yep the hump, also, this is the woman as he as he as he says later when they are uh when he and Anne are having a like a a gift fight uh on one he's like well this is the, the he's he's mad at how thoughtful his wife is he's like well this is the woman i've chosen to love like he knows what he's about like he's he he thinks it's pretty great. Also, let's not forget that this is the episode with Jerry's fart attack. Yeah. Yes. Which oh, yes. is just a yeah, legendary yeah, yeah. Uh, TV moment, but that's a separate mountain. I <laughs> just want to hear you say I'd fart attack. Moment, I'd rather that moment than this proposal. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Ben takes a knee and then farts for 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jerry. Uh, that's i i like that one also because that show is i i love that show after the first season like i i didn't watch it until later and then when it got to like the sappy you know relationshipy stuff with like um uh april and andy and then like even the oh god what's his name I mean that one. That yeah, one could be way up there too. I mean, like honorable mention there for like that happens off screen and they just get married. To, I don't know. No, that's that's um, a, that's got to be on the mountain of TV weddings for me, where it's like we didn't yeah. plan it, we didn't think about it at all. You know, like that. that <laughs> yep. Shit. But this feels something. I fight else. a bear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a good pick. I like that's that. A one. Great pick. Uh, my number four is also Jake and Amy in Brooklyn Nine Nine. So that's been tabled. We're going to move on uh, from it. Uh, number three. She, hold on. She literally interrupts him in the middle of it. He's trying to propose. And she does the exact same <laughs> thing. He's like, what are you doing? Alex, Is this real? Alex, What's happening? Alex, we tabled it. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. We got to come back to it. We got to come back to it. Moving uh, on. Uh, anyways, uh, number three. Three, three. One. Three is two, the magic three. number. I don't remember any of these things. So, yeah. Uh, Mike, what do you got for your number three? My number three is I have Michael and Holly from The Office. That's my number three, too. Yeah. Candles, candles, candles. Bro, so many, <laughs> so many <laughs> candles. Are at we, least, at least the sprinklers go off. I'll give them that. Can we talk about it or is it tabled? No, that's my number three. Your number three, too. Okay. Yeah. There's so many candles in this uh, paper <laughs> fucking company. company. Just a sheer fire has, and then the Yoda voices. Like, oh okay. my god. Here's the thing. Oh, here's why I love this one so much because in the show they do so much setup to show that these people are so dumb for each other like they're so perfectly stupid for each other in like a ways that could like complement each other so well they've been like pulled apart and put back together you know like it's there's something so great also because you finally see michael get something nice happen to him <laughs> romantically you know what i mean like shit's always going bad for him and then finally it allows him to leave and he's needed to leave the whole show because yeah. <laughs> it turns out your paper company's not your family yeah 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 and then that just that alone the the idea of that mike that michael scott was leaving uh or i'm sorry uh steve carell was gonna leave the office it it did feel like kind of tropey but i just love how stupid it was like i just love how goofy oh you're married to you or whatever like the whole fucking like they're they, he i don't literally think proposed, they did it right like but they did it right for each other like correct that's the thing is that it was so perfectly written like a, it was very it felt very rewarding yes 
I watched just, it this afternoon, and when he said, "This is the place that I fell in love with you," I fucking cried watching it in God. a YouTube <laughs> compilation scene. I was like, "God damn it! God it is, damn it! I don't like this show or this moment or these people," and I'm crying. Fuck. It's uh. So <laughs> I like the fact that Alex cries over the moment. He's still like, "Is it gonna make your list?" Nah. No, I don't like it, <laughs> but it works. Um, so I put them at my number four just because it is a very memorable marriage proposal. It does move the story along in that, you know, Michael Scott's leaving. It's number three. Sorry. Number three, it's my yeah. number three. My bad. Um, and again, to Mike's point, like, it's just so perfect for this couple. It's like, it's not a generic... Um, and I think the audience, I mean, I remember watching like the episodes leading into it and once knowing that Steve Carell was going to leave the show, I was like, this, if they don't do it this way, it's going to be fucking awful because all Michael talks about is how he wants to have a family and family. Yes. And all he talks about is wanting to get married. And that's why he is with Jan for so long. And I think that Holly is the perfect, the handsome reward to him. Make trying to make it work with Jan for, for, for as long as he did. He was like a beauty. Like it's an, he was in an emotionally abusive relationship with Jan. Like that was (laughs) such a fucked up relationship. I can't watch the dinner party episode. It triggers me. (gasps) That's one of my favorite episodes. No, like, I love it, but it's also like hard to watch. Like that show is so cringy sometimes where I have to like turn it off because I get that secondhand embarrassment. Embarrassment. And it's not fun in that moment. Like the the Phyllis's wedding, I hate. I hate oh, Phyllis. Oh my God. That one's rough too. That I can't do it. And the christening, there's tons, there's tons of Can of- we just talk about the the engagement? Because I love the fact that this was as far as having eight hundred candles in a paper in a paper factory, this was still the least uh, dangerous way he was planning up he wanted to because <laughs> <Yes. go. laughs> he was at one point fucking filling like with a gas just writing out the words will you marry me <laughs> yeah, that's right. on the fire? well the fire well, he had to get long. everybody to, he had to get everybody to help him right yeah. like his yeah. once everybody helps and he's good he's left to yeah. his own devices he's going to blow himself up <laughs> yeah so that I love the fact that it, people are like, oh, my God, you're lighting candles in a paper factory, in a in a paper office. And you're like, yeah, yeah, but this is still way less dangerous than what he wanted. To do. <laughs> this is the, this is the least of the evils. Yeah, this yeah, is the this safe is, option. Yeah. And I also think, and what was interesting to me is that be, Jam and, uh, uh, Jam, Jim and Pam were such, well, I guess Jam, Jim and Pam were such the couple for the longest time. But Michael and Holly's engagement outranked them in almost every list that I came across in YouTube to, uh, like, Compilation. And I think that speaks to how like genuinely heartfelt and beautiful that moment was because he had definitely fucking earned it. Like uh, the character had definitely earned it. So And Holly was I, not just like a filler character. She was hilarious. She was too. great. Yeah, she was great. She, she was great. great. The scenes with Kevin. There was one scene with Kevin at the vending machine that, that <laughs> makes me where he's like, she's like, she thinks, so you have 75, you can anything on top of her. And then he's, and then Ke- Kevin looks at the camera and then it cuts to the talking head. Where he's like, I am going to bang Holly. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Oh, what, one of my favorites is when she takes off the, her gloves because she was dating that other guy. She gave him the ultimatum and everybody's looking to see if she's engaged and she takes off her glove and goes, ha ha. And then Kevin goes, hey, fuck you, lady. And like, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> fucking yeah. they, blur, they bleep him out and they blur the fucking finger. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, no. All right, uh, Alex, what is your number? Uh, My three? number three is Patrick and David from Shit's Creek. Table. <laughs> yeah, it's real good. Okay. We know the rest of Missy's list. Shut <laughs> up. I'm sorry. Who? Are, what are these yeah. names? Patrick and. Uh oh. Patrick and David. Patrick and David. Right, that's right. I you might watch this. Do not know. Do what you happened? really not watch the show? Oh my I, god, Michael! I had started it, and then I did. I not... haven't watched the show either. I it's a real good watch like with your it. girlfriend show. I'll tell you that. Too. Really? I didn't. Uh, I don't know if my wife. Wait, wait. That, Mike's trying I... to say something. What? I didn't like it. He didn't I like it. Couldn't get past the first couple episodes. Okay, that's fair. But, but Patrick will change man. that. Patrick, huh? we'll, we'll can talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the right. general consensus. It's, I mean, Parks and the first, the first uh, season of Parks and Rec is also hard yeah. to watch. They didn't know what they're doing. Right. Yeah. They didn't feel the, the right. characters enough, but we'll talk about that yeah. when it's time. I like the fact that uh, uh, I was really proud of that joke and it got stepped on, but I, I like that joke. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, uh, Alex goes, it's a real good show to watch with your girlfriend. I was like, I don't think my wife is going to like that, but I'll give it a try. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we got lost with you cleaning up uh, chemical spills over there or whatever. Just yeah, happened. I know. <laughs> I was like, oh no, that's a protein shake. It's going to be on the floor. All right. Oh, um, that's going to smell great. Neri, what's your number uh, three? My number three uh, is going to be very controversial to one person on this list. My number three, we're talking about the marriage proposal, not the marriage, not the wedding, not the show. We're talking about marriage proposals. Stop it and just say it. It is Barney and Robin and How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> not table. Not table. Okay. Uh, not table. G, uh, Missy hates this relationship. And I'm not disagreeing with the hate for the relationship. Kind of, sort of, I am, but not really. But the marriage proposal itself is fucking brilliant. The entire episode is a, if you watch the show, Barney has a lot of these things that are called plays in like the playbook. It's literally titled The Playbook. And it's a leather bound book that he writes out the moves. He writes out the moves to get women. And all of these plays are like ridiculous plays they're all like absurd like uh the the the, the scuba diver and like you come in they're fuck boy moves yeah Let's they're all fuck boy moves yeah, but isn't they're all he very like a piece of shit a well piece of yeah, shit. i i, I mean also shit. that's the joke like yeah, the joke is that none joke. of this is fulfilling for him and he's a bad person right, right. yeah he's a bad person uh uh this is the show that taught me what the definition between a sociopath is the difference between a sociopath and a psychopath mm. and how barney is legitimately a sociopath and i'm like oh i get it now like that that it's what top this show is what taught me that not a good person doesn't do good things uh, let me rephrase that he does a lot of good things but he treats women like shit and the He's fact that it's neil patrick harris acting as it is i think chef's kiss perfect this proposal is fucking great the whole episode is a move but you don't realize it's a move into the fucking very end how barney has been manipulating the whole situation to get to to get robin uh on the roof of the news building which is her favorite place on earth and he proposes to her 
and it's a fucking it's a, a winding twisty like you don't expect it you don't see it coming and then when it fucking happens you go oh what and then at the very end he explains it very much like he does explain the, his previous moves in previous episodes which is another thing the show did great was do callbacks and mm. he they called back the whole playbook thing and he read the moves that he did what he had to do to make sure that this ended up happening they weren't even dating at the time these two characters that's how much of a fucking loop-to-loop it was for um and i thought it was fucking perfect they really earned it the writing wise man they like that yeah. if you go back and look at it, i love that show too man and uh and the like the writing is so tight and they like do like it's a season's worth of like stuff that they go back to and point to yes. and like in in the proposal it's i remember watching it too it's a magic trick because barney's a magician and you're just going oh 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 yeah. damn the whole time yeah it's great did yeah, they the kaiser sozate it where they go back and essentially yes it's a kaiser yeah. sozate proposal kaiser Soze essentially proposal? it's exactly that which is a, you know why the relationship don't work out spoilers sorry <laughs> right which well. is what which is my disclaimer it's not this is not this this wouldn't make my mountain for TV relationships, and it wouldn't make my mountain for TV weddings, but it does make my mountain for TV marriage proposals because it is fucking a great marriage proposal, and it gets you in the feels. All of them from here on out, all of my picks are gonna get cheesier and cheesier. So buckle up, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> this one gets you in the feels, and like uh, I love I love this episode, I love this uh, proposal. So there you go, that's my number three. Let's go round two. Wait 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 wait. You, I forgot to do this for number four. What are the? What oh are the right, yeah. Oh, so the recap. number fours were uh, Jake and Amy, Brooklyn Nine Nine. That was me and you, and then Maggie and Glenn from The Walking Dead. That was Missy. Alex had Ben and Leslie from Parks and Rec. Number threes, Missy and I had Michael and Holly from The Office. Alex had David and Patrick from Schitt's Creek, and you had Neri had Barney and Robin from How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> Did you put wow. Robin with a Y? Because that's how huh? Robin with a Y. Did you spell Robin with a Y? Because that's that's what I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> um, the answer is yes. Uh, the <laughs> round two. Dose the sequel to Uno. Dose the sequel to Uno. Alex has no idea what's going on. It's right now. fine. He's here. He's, he's going he's, with it. Yeah. I know, about, ants I know about Chris and also Cross. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number two is Dexter and Rita from Dexter. I was obsessed with the show Dexter and I'm the only one that still remembers that show because it ended in a very Games of Thronesy fashion where the last two seasons were fucking straight trash. And it's hard because the first four seasons of that show were great. And there's the whole buildup of Dexter and Rita. Does anybody did anybody here watch Dexter? No. No. You can spoil it too, it's fine. Well, because of the fact like in it, okay, he is a fucking serial killer of serial. What? He's, he's a fucking like sociopath. He doesn't. Have I like him more than Barney already. In the, the, in oh, the show, at least he stands for something. Wow, <laughs> he's not a piece of shit. Completely. Dexter and Rita was a gr like. This is where I feel like the show really like um fell off when, when they they just they they like kind of abandoned the relationship of that family because Rita has kids. It's uh, I forget the actress's name, but she, she's great. And then in the show, like it goes building up where he's like 
potentially gonna give up like have emotions and give up this kind of life of murdering serial killers honorable to live a life because he miss he like doesn't want to like even the way he says it he doesn't want to miss out on pizza nights it's like a really kind of charming thing meanwhile he's murdered people you watch him viciously murder and cut up and dump (laughs) it Whatever, bro. Slice I'm mad at the guy who wears suits, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a whole gripe with him, but that's that's for another. Slice, slice pizza, slice humans, whatever, bro. You slice something. Tomato, yeah. tomato. But also, what then? Okay, so the marriage proposal itself is great, but in the bigger picture of the story, a spoiler alert: she ends up getting killed. And it's triggers like this whole kind of crazy relapse in him. And it's like really like r- great elements to the story that that really like made the show even better that third season. And then they kind of abandoned the fact that her like his relationship with her kids, they just like erased all of it when the new showrunner came in. And I was like, this this deserves more credit than than. Like it was just such a good build up to this sort of thing to then have a new showrunner fuck it all up. It was like it was heartbreaking as someone we I have uh, with my friends Chris and Steven. We have a we had the Brotherhood of Dexter. We would go and we would watch Dexter. We would eat donuts and we would like because he brings donuts and we would eat pizza and we would watch Dexter every Sunday at my at my friend steven's house and we were like oh yeah and even then like we were as the show started like getting worse we were like donuts huh yeah (laughs) (laughs) this is great right like you need someone to tell you like like we're all just like no it's still good it's still good right it's still good like we need to justify our obsession with this thing that's losing in quality losing its quality so but i do love that dexter and rita like that show was a big deal and that moment was like huge they came up a lot um on list and stuff like that so yeah it's definitely universally uh ranked and then they replaced rita with some other love who gives a shit about this other she's word? not rita she's not rita he should have been upset yeah whatever uh but yeah right. that's my number three all right no that um, was your number two, two. my number two number i'm sorry two. missy what is your number two my number two is jake and amy no Ooh, we could talk about it now jake and amy i think this this is one that was like totally out of nowhere because it's it happened during the hollywood um sorry the halloween heist and the misdirection of that last two three minutes is just so great uh wasn't expecting it i was i binged uh the first i want to say like six seven seasons of of brooklyn 99 so it caught me off guard and i loved it it was so sweet that line that he says um your butt how, is the bomb. I love how is smart it. you are. I love how beautiful you are. I love your face and I love your butt. That's like, I mean, what else? He, he hit it. it. Home run. Solid, uh, solid uh, marriage proposal. I love you and your butt. I love all of these things and your butt. And then boom. Instant. The fact that it happened at the station where they, you know, started to fall for each other. It was just perfect. Perfect. And the only oh. like I own, I own, they're only number two because I had to rank. Um, and the my number one, like in terms of TV couples, beats them by like a smidge. But um, but yeah, Amy and Jake forever. They're just so great together. I love them so much. Yeah. Wrestling built beats candles every time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I believe you mean the the cumber the cumber bun. Uh, uh, excuse me. Championship cumber. Championship cumber bun. I yeah. yeah, I do love that because here the thing about this show, the, I think that these the good ones that we remember, all the ones that like 
have buildup set up in terms of the character and the story where you're already a f- you're already like educated in the language of the show so they break the language they break the tropes of the show to do the 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 like the barney one and the this one have a lot of that like last minute you know it's a halloween heist which they've done a bunch of times and it's a huge like and there's always a big twist at the end of it some big reveal some big you know like like kaiser soze like situation or some big betrayal or something and then all of a sudden boom it's like he turns around and it's like the halloween heist which is the biggest thing uh, for jake that they planned years ahead of time has he's like no it's not important right now i need to give i need to ask you to marry me is is insane like it's, it's, just, it's just like one of those things so you can see when she's like so obsessed with it too she wants to fucking win they're both hyper competitive and then she's like will you marry me? it's like Amy Santiago, marry me, surprise. And then he's on one knee. She's just like, like almost like if it was a real cop show, she'd be like, fuck you. You know, like, like, I mean, she does say that she does. She goes, wait, stop. Is this what you're trying to, you're trying to beat me. You're trying to beat me. And she can't get herself into it for a minute. Yeah. Which is, which is why I would say that's the difference between what she does and what they do in Parks and Rec, that Amy is stopping him to confirm that this is real as opposed to knowing it's real. Let me stop you while you're saying your beautiful speech to fucking... You gotta let it go, buddy. It's not a beautiful speech, man. He's just gonna gonna say, will you marry me? And she just goes, wait, stop. And and puts dressing on it. Maybe it would have been a beautiful speech had she not fucking interrupted. Oh! Oh, boy. um, Jake and Amy Amy was my number four, right? Number four, I believe. I don't even remember anymore. Uh, Uh, Yeah, yeah, number four. It was so long ago. A whole 30 minutes. It was my number four. Uh, Like, again, this same thing could be said about the how i met your mother thing it threw me the fuck off did not expect it uh i did not see it coming i love this brooklyn 99 from the very very beginning of the of its show's run and i am a huge fan of the halloween heist episodes um and so this threw me off this was it even bothered me to be honest with you when i first watched it, I'm like oh my god this is so beautiful and this is amazing and i didn't expect it and then i was like wait but who won the heist like but i yeah it was my number four uh for the same reasons that that missy gave it was yeah. great also Alex- boyle boyle coming in afterwards and just yeah. straight up passing oh, out just, like, like like boyle gets to like the the element of the audience just like falling over yeah yeah, yeah. correct uh, Alex, what's your uh, number two? My number two is a big sleeper. Uh, my number two is from New Girl. Uh, my number but it's woman, Winston right? and oh, Allie. Winston and Allie. From New okay. Girl. Uh, because it is straight up the most bonkers proposal <laughs> ever. Uh, it is out of control. And it's so, I love, I God, I love Winston. He is, I think, low-key the best character in the show. I love how uh, he's always Yes. And I just love that, like, every time he goes, the whole joke of him is that he he goes either too big or not enough. <laughs> and he goes so too big and, like, screws everything up. And then again, you've got the element of, like, the friends coming together to make it happen. And uh, and then I also I also love that, like, that, like, uh, maybe it's this, like, I like, I, as I'm saying this, maybe I like the proposals that are, like, mutual uh at this they, they're like helping each other propose to each other and create the moment together um although i i Monica Channel. anyway um <laughs> <laughs> uh 
I I love that. Like he's in a fucking also just for like sheer lampoonish nonsense. We're in a bathroom at a bus station. <laughs> One the person being proposed to is on duty and in in uh her uh, police officer's uniform. There's there's Winston has got a concussion and he's in a bobcat costume and there's a fucking uh a cop acapella band singing Allison by Elvis Costello, which isn't her name, but it's the closest he could get. He was just like just making it work. And then his faces while Zoe Deschanel is like editing out the like sexual encounters uh, that like she's Zoe Deschanel has to read off the proposal because he's got a concussion. So it's like her voice and his face making it work. And, um, uh, homegirl that's Allie, um, uh, what's her name nadim anyway uh is just great it's a very good scene and uh and also it's one that doesn't you know it's they're building up to the whole episode and it just they're like yeah let's turn it up to 14 with the ridiculousness <laughs> and i don't know i i i just love winston and i love that he gets he gets the girl it's i do great. too and and coincidentally i was watching the episode where he first realizes that he has a crush on her and he goes to the bar and he like tells the gang and he's like oh Allie's on her way and everyone's like yay and he's like with her with her boyfriend and then schmitty goes well maybe he'll die everyone dies like <laughs> this is a great fucking line that i literally like right before we started recording i was i had was finishing that episode yeah new girl new girl forever i love I really i mean it's great and like it was hard to not put you know schmidt and cc in there but like uh yeah no 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 it's uh fuck that show it's very good good uh my my number two is uh schmidt and cc uh nice (laughs) excellent that's a good tag team (laughs) it's a good and i was like oh oh no i i just realized that there was three proposals on that show Yeah. yeah Um, which I thought was uh, interesting. Uh, anyway, CC and Schmidt, that whole episode, again, threw you off, right? Yeah. They're going through through a final breakup or what we think is a final breakup. Schmidt throws away the box that he's been saving of, of all CC's shit. He donates it. Then immediately has regret over, throw, over uh, donating it. Oh, God. Fucking goes, Kenneth, what's his name? Uh, gets a million points for his part. Yeah. Yeah. Goes goes through hella high water to try to get it back. Uh, the guy that he has to bribe to get it back, he pays in a, in a ridiculous amount of money <laughs> to get it back. And then in flashback, we find out little by little what's in that box from the first day that he, uh, Schmidt met Cece. The first time that she came over the apartment mm-hmm. to hang out with Jess. And we find out that, you know... Any fan of the show knows from season one that there's a there's a um, a douchebag jar, uh, and then that you gotta you anytime he says something douchey, they're like you gotta put money in the douchebag jar, and the I think it was a twenty. Am I, I correct in saying so? It was a twenty. Uh, it wasn't a dollar, but I don't I know if it was a twenty. I, yeah, I forgot what it was, but he so he gives a, a anyways. We find out the reason why he was trying to get that box back is because there was a bill. I I think it's a 20, maybe it's a five. Who knows what it is, but it's definitely more than a dollar. And it's the same one that he put in the jar. And and we find out like half a second before he proposes, we find out that what what they made him put that money in the jar for was when he met her. And she literally, they had one 10-second conversation. She walked into Jess's room and he said, I'm going to marry that girl. 
And then the rest of the group was like, douchebag jar, put the money in the douchebag jar, and he saved that fucking... It's a called shot. He pulls the dollar out before he says it. He pulls it out and goes, girl, I'm going to marry you, and then fucking dunks it in the jar. It's awesome. He said, girl, I'm going to marry you one day. And I'm like, oh! And that just fucking... Oh, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Uh, I guess I got to watch that show, too. Oh, that show is brilliant. It's pretty good, man. I got, like, live. I was watching it live. Uh, as it was airing, like I got up to like season two, and then like I dropped out because of you know just trying to watch it life. live and yeah, life, life. and that was you know that's when I fell out and I never came back. That's a, it's a real easy binge too. Yeah. Like it just yeah you can plow through it. Nice. It's a feel good. It's a feel All good. Right. All right, so that's my number two. What what are the what's the recap for the number two? Number twos. Missy has Jake and Amy. Brooklyn on nine. Mike has Dexter and Rita from Dexter. Um, Alex Winston and Ali from New Girl and Neri Schmidt and Cece from New Girl. All right, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Yeah, they almost made the list, but they didn't. They missed it by that much. All right, uh, that's not mentions. that's not in the soundboard. Just FYI. Yeah, that, <laughs> that is, was we'll be in, now. Yeah, it should be <laughs> get it on there. <laughs> um, yeah, I had. I just I, recorded that. That's my ringtone now. <laughs> I. I honestly, I didn't have many honorable mentions because I went seeking out ones that I knew. And once I got like, you know, my four, that was it. Right. But Jim and Pam and Ben and Leslie were on my list because of the office shows. And uh, also the um, Dwight and Angela. (sighs) Yeah, that one was on the side of the road. Yeah. The, no, it was Jim and Pam. No, that's Jim and Pam. Dwight and Angela was the contract. It was a mess. It was uh but oh, that was one. Very okay. Dwight all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I was I was thinking about it at the very end where like he like chases her down in the car and screams at her with a megaphone, but I guess that's not marriage at that point. Right? <laughs> um but yeah, that's it. That's indicative of marriage, just not marriage proposal. But that is <laughs> uh, Missy, honor- any honorable mentions? Yes, I had Will Mack from the newsroom. Um, Solid. Yeah. Sheldon and Amy from the yep. Big Bang Theory. That shit yep. was a curveball. I screamed yep. so loud, people thought I had something had fallen on me. It was okay. <laughs> and yep. um, Mitch and Cam. Um, oh, so yeah. good. The double yes. Mitch and, uh, talk about like just a couple agreeing to like you know yeah. propose to each other Mitch and Cam that was like so yeah that was it for me Alex my, my one honorable mention that I kind of wish that I'd stuck in there now but whatever is also from Aaron Sorkin it's Toby from uh, West the West Wing. West Wing and they build up for it for build up to it for uh, of like oh god like a whole season and she says no and she says no and <laughs> tells him she won't marry him because he's too fucking sad and then he gets really pissed and he's accidentally bought her a dream house and they're just standing in it <laughs> and he's just sitting there like fuck and it's uh and uh and then some horrible thing happens with the president and they have to run off and go be politicians but i just love it that like it's such a good like they you know they push it and push it and push it and push it and uh that's pretty early also for sorkin to be like you know sometimes things that they have a family together they have kids and you know they're together but she's like nah not gonna be married to you again Mm. awesome that's yeah. solid. Mary? I, I, I also had Sheldon Amy that that very nearly made my list. I also had the one that I didn't put on there 
because I haven't seen it in so many years, is Friday Night Lights, Matt Saracen proposes. Mm-hmm. And I forget, I even forget the girl's name. I think it's Amy. It's Coach's daughter. I forget where. Uh, Julie. Julie, thank you. Thank you. Uh, um, oh, so, no. Yeah. Teenagers, Matt, man. Matt Saracen and Julie. Uh, Matt Saracen proposes to Julie. That's a great one. And I, Friday Night Lights is one of my all-time favorite shows. I put it up there with Breaking Bad and The, and the Sopranos. Uh, unapologetically, I, I put that show up there with those two shows. Um, and But I just haven't seen that episode in a long, long time, so I thought it was unfair to me, to me even. Mm. Um, but yeah, so those are my honorable mentions. Um, yeah. Number ones. Well, number one. You're too late to turn back now. Line from the Matrix, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Uh, I okay. This one is the one that is for me is a big curveball. It's when Malcolm Reynolds on Firefly accidentally proposes and to and marries uh, Christina Hendricks's character in Firefly. Huh. Uh, do. If you've seen Firefly, there's only a few episodes, so you're not you couldn't have missed it. She's a great, <laughs> she's such a good character. She's saffron. She's she becomes this other person. So a, hot. She's a like oh my god. But that like apparently what happens is that he he's at this celebration from one of the missions that they do old west slash space style, and they save some village, and. Uh, they're dancing around and she gives him something to drink and then she drinks it and then it's like that was the proposal and then she ends up stowing away on the ship and it starts this whole crazy storyline that introduces this amazing character that like as you know like fuck Joss Whedon etc cetera, etc cetera. he's a piece of shit fuck that guy but also <laughs> like I those characters were important to me it's hard to say this is one of those art from the artist things because I love that show so much I still love it but the character that that marriage proposal introduced because of how manipulative she was and how fake it all was and and like how like smart she is and how it comes into play later is Weed and telegraphing his punches there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just showing off a little bit too much of the truth. Uh but yeah, he he that's that's one of my favorite uh like marriage things in any show where he's like cuz she's she stows away on board and is pretending to be this young innocent farm girl who's like i is like i didn't marry you i didn't I, I didn't propose to you and she's like yeah you did do you not want to marry me and she's like this crazy hot woman and he's then like, they cut they also did consummate it no they didn't did they not no they don't oh because he was too drunk yeah he was too honorable <laughs> no he is full he of was honor, too honorable whiskey. he was full of uh, and then but that was the whole honorable point. dick not whiskey dick so I don't. <laughs> that's funny. I don't know the show, and I've never seen the show. But what you're describing is a female Barney, where he she runs a play from the playbook, and she tricks him. You're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong in that sense. It is absolutely. I mean, it's absolutely a con. My like she is, is trying to just take con, steal yeah. the ship from him. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a con. It's manipulative. It's lying. It's okay. Cool. 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 She dresses up differently than she normally. Yeah, all right, whatever, dude. I mean, that's not Barney at all, I guess. I love that. Uh, it's so good. I just love that. I just love the introduction of that character. Why do you like to? And she's still hot, <laughs> and uh, it's just a lot of fun. It, it, that 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 was one of my favorite things. So it's number one on my list. All right, Missy, what's your number one? Number one, Patrick and David. So, so I don't often. 
I don't experience happiness or joy very often, but like talking <laughs> about this fictional couple. As her best friend, I could attest to this. As her oh best my friend, God. I could attest to this. I don't often under I don't often often feel the rush of serotonin that normal people feel, but just thinking of Patrick and David just like gives me hope, like across the board. This couple, I think, just separate from the marriage proposal in the last 10 years nobody comes like close me my my personal they're a very important television couple in a lot of ways like representation wise like they're just normal and two guys but like yeah also they're ah they're fucking great uh, what what i will say is that what patrick does for the character arc of david is phenomenal if you remove patrick from that show i probably wouldn't have kept watching because it doesn't really there's not really much i don't know i just it's it's, around him there's not really much around him yes because patrick is such complete opposite of david and it fucking works it works so beautifully and so this is a build-up where um Schitt's Creek was like one of the it was a Canadian show so it was like 12 13 episodes was one season so it goes it moves fast but I did personally when I was binging it last year um I personally didn't see that coming it starts off where they're going on a hike which is like such a not David thing to like that he would ever be into but you show his growth you see his growth as a character where like he's bitching about it he frustrates Patrick but then he's like Patrick gets hurt and he carries him all the way to the top because Patrick wanted to do this. David loves Patrick. Like, it's just such a beautiful moment. And finally, when the big reveal comes, I love that he didn't propose with a regular ring. It was the David rings that he so used. Um, I love, like, David's face, his reaction, and the fact that there's, like, that sweet moment of, like, are you sure? And Patrick, thing, like, yeah. without missing a beat goes easiest decision of my life Ugh. just 10 out of 10 love 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 this couple and this proposal i i would i often say when i do these mountains that like if we were to do the same topic six months out i would probably change the whole mountain i don't see that happening for this mountain because <sighs> i fucking love these two so much also, they, they do do it on top of a mountain. Like, it is literally, they literally climb to the top of yes! a mountain with, like, a hole in his foot. And yeah, I think, I believe the line is, I didn't carry you to the top of a mountain to not eat cheese after. Yes! <laughs> because because uh, Patrick tries to call it off. Patrick gets nervous. And this is, again, like, it's collaborative. Like, they yeah. have to, like, literally drag each other up a fucking mountain so that they can get there. And it's beautiful at the end of season one of Shit's Creek. When we like when things get hard, when he has sex with uh uh what's her name Stevie. and get with thank you and gets with Stevie and gets freaked out, he runs off into the like wild again, right? The next time we see him is in a field with yeah. a scythe being death with the Amish driving the, Amish, the Amish people. Amish. I tested uh, Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next time he gets like out, like things get hard, and instead of running away, he keeps going. And like right. it's because he's got somebody to do it with awesome yeah it's just a great he's a great uh counter and their relationship mirrors a lot of moira moira and um oh yeah absolutely david not david David. i forget the dad's name god damn his real name is johnny john John. yeah johnny Uh, they're they're they work the same with something that right 
uh, in the last season when they're engaged and they go to that wine tasting, it's very, the moment I think for me is again, uh, binging it was like, Oh my God, they, they're totally like the count, like the counter of, of these other two characters. Cause Moira is such a big personality. And the other one is like super chill with just like going with it. And that's so Patrick. And, and I like David. how you're saying the Eugene Levy is the chill one. I mean, he is, he's the level-headed, grounded one, but yeah, he's an idiot. He's such a wild character. Yeah, Yeah, no. That's a good good And you've got the third couple in that show sort of anchoring them, which is the same thing, right? Alexis is this big, intense, and like they don't, that one, I'm sorry. I don't want to, I want Mike to watch the show. I don't want to spoil it. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, but to whatever you're thinking, which I think I know what you're thinking, yes. That they do, yeah, yeah, like they, you know, like, oh. but it's the same thing. It's yeah. the it's the big insane person and the like very grounded, straightforward yeah. doctor man. So that's my uh-huh. number one. Uh, Alex, Alex what's your number one? This ain't gonna take long because mine's way off the mark because the the, the propo- actual proposal of it is ridiculous. Uh, in Thirty Rock, when Liz and Chris get engaged, uh, they're they're literally. <laughs> They're mad because Dennis adopted a kid because Dennis adopted black Dennis. Liz is pissed off and they're like, I'm Chris. I'm Mary Liz. And Liz is like, oh, okay. And they're like, are we doing this? Is this happening? Yes. And then they fucking, uh, and then they top gun high five and they're engaged. Boom. It's awesome. Top Gun it's like, High Five is Top the Gun High Five is good. In, yeah, it's like a very like they're making fun of people getting engaged and then realize that they have just proposed to each to other, each other. Yeah. and they say yes. And it also happens at the beginning of the episode and sets off my favorite marriage, uh, which is a one episode marriage arc, which is very 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 good. So like it's all just sort of like we're just gonna like make this happen and knock this shit out. Like we've been waiting, we've been waiting for fucking. <laughs> Seven years for Liz Lemon to fucking finally get married, and they they just like boom, they just drop it, they just do What's it. The guy's name uh, Chris with Chris. two S's, Christopher Cross, Chris with two S's, <laughs> Christopher Cross, so good. Yeah, Marsden is great. So um, I just love it. I love everything about that moment. I love everything about their relationship as well. That like he Han Solo, there's the Han Solo moment at uh um St. Patrick's Day. Like oh man, I've uh. I that show that show so man, good it's so good but also it's like how I met your mother or like we're like we're like five seasons I literally I watched Monica and Chandler's proposal they're in a binge that like two days ago like we're there for friends but like you know you go back and watch sitcoms and they're like there's stuff that pops up that you're like Gee. and like boy there's just a whole lot of lists lemon making fun of black people just like a lot <laughs> just like a whole lot um uh, but uh it's mouth. yeah it's like a lot uh but like you know that's the next mount geekmore episode is like sitcoms that don't hold up here's the- oh. <laughs> but it but you know but it, it also that's the, the thing with like ross age. too it's like ross is a homophobe but like also it's always but like we're always laughing at ross for being such a dumb homophobe anyway yeah um liz and liz and chris with a bullet, number one, fucking doi and a fucking top gun high five. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Uh my number one is my only non uh sitcom uh pick that made the mountain. Uh they made my list and it is a I will say that the proposal's great and all, 
It comes at the very end of the episode, unexpected. But what makes it is the song. Not just that there's a song playing behind it, but there is a song that the main character is singing, even though the show is not a musical. So the the pick is Barry and Iris in The Flash. Oh, man. So Barry and Iris in The Flash, they've been dating, they finally get together, so on and so on. They uh, have finally uh, just beat one of the big bads of, this, of that season. Every season has a different big bad. They finally beat one of the big bads of the season. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I forget whether or not it was the end of the season or the middle of the season because every season for The Flash has like, oh, there's a big bad. And then like 12 episodes in, they beat that big bad only to find out there's a bigger bad controlling that big bad. Mm -hmm. uh, and I forget which one of these this plays in. So there's a, a overwhelming doom looming over the group about The Flash's future because one of them can see the future and The Flash dies and blah, blah, blah. And shit there. So... Uh, or I think I think I think this season is that Iris was gonna die or whatever it was. Yes, Iris. So, yeah. So then he uh, he starts singing a song when she gets home. He starts singing a song, which, by the way, I'm really bad at, at names. The actor who plays Barry, who plays the Flash, actually sings and is available. The song is available on iTunes, and it's called "Coming Home to You." And he starts singing the song to Iris. And the whole song is about how he will always spend the rest of his life running home to her, to spend time with her. And the end, the end get lyrics. Because of the, the flash? Yeah. Running, Did you get it? No, I got it. I got it. And then the last <laughs> paragraph of the song, it says, all I want to do is come running home to you. Come home, uh, come running home to you. And all my life, I promise to keep running home to you. To you and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> feelings. What feelings? It just, uh, so it's it's stunningly beautiful. Again, I know it's kind of cheating because they're using the tool of music to drive home the point. And if anybody <laughs> knows, like you could tell the importance of music when it comes to big moments. Even like if you take away the music in that big uh Independence Day speech from Bill Pullman, the speech isn't really all that great. <laughs> it's, like literally they have it on YouTube. You can go watch that speech, that big speech that everybody's like, that's a fucking great hurrah, hurrah speech. And you take away the music and you're like, it's just a fucking dude talking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I know that if I were to ever watch this scene without Barry singing the song, it wouldn't have the same effect. I get it. But the fact is that it fucking works for a reason. And it did. It worked. This It pulled all the heartstrings. It was stunningly beautiful. I immediately downloaded the song off of iTunes, like, without fucking hesitation. I was like, this is nice to be in my workout fucking mix. Um, so Running home to you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, the last so, five minutes of the treadmill it'll come in handy <laughs> it will <laughs> so I, I I love this scene for so many reasons but uh, the, the play on words I, ne I never saw as cheesy like with the way Mike did it now like, oh, you get uh -huh. what we're doing you get I was just like oh that's great it's running he's proposals running. should probably be pretty cheesy yeah, like that's yeah. okay for proposals to be cheesy like yeah, yeah. 
I'm so, not making fun of it. I'm making no. fun no, of no, you. No, you did the Liz that... Lemon. You did the Liz Lemon Chris thing where you like, <laughs> like you Well, now I gotta get married to that fucking song. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I thought it was great. But I agree. I agree. I am acknowledging the fact that it's using, it's pulling out all the big guns for this mm-hmm. trope. I I acknowledge it, but it fucking works. It, it works. It's like when you go log into Pornhub and it goes suggested for you, and you're like, you don't fucking know me, and you're like, oh no, I do. Yes, actually. This- oh, nailed it. Oh, nailed dang, it. Nailed that it. is exactly <laughs> what I wanted. Pornhub, thank you. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I didn't even know I wanted this, but what? somehow you knew that I. Okay, great. And that's thank what you, the Pornhub. I didn't know I was showing me tricking girls into having sex with me using magic tricks. Guess is exactly what I wanted. And then they just don't interrupt me at all. They stand there and they're so impressed with my performance. This is exactly what I wanted, Pornhub. As I sing a song. As I sing a song. (laughs) (laughs) It's fantastic. Oh, boy. But you see, you see what we did. That we, j- Alex, just did the Kaiser Kozak. Like he just but did the, he did the Kaiser Soze episode. <laughs> Tied it all in. The Kaiser Soze Nary's entire list. Uh, oh, but that's good. So we're so that's it. Now we got to do what's the ultimate the mountain? Fi- the final mountain. The, the only repeats. The, there was two repeats. Uh, there was the one from Shit's Creek, and there was Jake and Amy from Brooklyn Nine Nine, and Michael and Holly, and Michael and Holly were repeat too. Yeah. Oh really? Okay, so yeah. we only got to come up with one more final for the final. And we mark. could just do a four-headed new girl, all four of them <laughs> together, <laughs> almost a repeat. Um, so, so, so the ones that are not repeated were Maggie and Glenn from The Walking Dead, uh, Ben and Leslie. Um, <laughs> I'll, Bar- I'll let that Barney one go. That's yeah, fine. Barney and Robin, <laughs> uh, Dexter and Rita. <laughs> Uh, the new girl ones, and no, no, no. One of the new girl ones got to like uh, one of the no, 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 no. no, 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 no there was right. right. The right, mine right. from Firefly, Malcolm and Saffron, and then Liz and Chris and Barry and Iris. Yeah. So we. we I'm all for. I'm all for any of them that are not called Ben and Leslie. I'm I like the any, I like the Thirty Rock one because of the fact that it does make fun of the marriage. I, I agree. I'm. I'm I think. Actually, it, I'm I mean, meaning, yeah, Thirty Rock solid. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like clearly, that's just got so good. Oh, you work me? Yeah, like that's that. Chris Love Liz. I, I can, I can only. Hope I mean, that Mike it, proposes that way. I, I hope and pray that yeah, Mike yeah. proposes that way. Oh, do you want to go to the museum and get married underneath a dinosaur? Uh, it's a whale. <laughs> oh, that's what's wrong with that scenario that's is that he got that a scenario. fucking animal wrong. It's animal. Just a different room, Mike. <laughs> 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 Neary's uh, like a hundred feet away. Like, where the fuck is Mike? Will <laughs> he said the dinosaur. sitting near sitting there with a Bible and like a little collar? Pre COVID, there was a thing that you could do where you could go camp out underneath the blue whale, underneath the big whale, and stay overnight in the museum. And I wanted to do that so bad. You can get married under it. We looked. It is not cheap. Um, yeah. Well, you just don't have to tell them. Yeah, just do a gorilla style. Flash in. mob. Yeah. yeah just do a gorilla walk style. in. Like, yeah, but I mean, like, then I can't get drunk under the whale. I don't care oh, about saying oh, no, no, no. my vows under the whale. I'm not I want to get wasted. No, no. That, that's a I don't care about altogether. I don't care about pledging my ever ending love. Do that anywhere. The woman I want to spend the rest of my life with. Man, I want to fucking drink, bro. Let's yeah. Drink. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not right. kidding. Yeah. No, that's not that. Yeah. I'm just, like, what are they going to do? It's like, sir, you can't uh, stand. 
here i'm a, I'm a patron of the museum you yeah. can't wear you can't a stand suit. and answer questions asked by a friend you can't yeah. do that here you can't do just it. Are you wearing with a my friend? Strike three. Get the fuck out of here. Get out. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt hates this. Please. So, uh, <laughs> rest in peace, Robin Williams. So, the number, the mountain, the final mountain is uh, Jake and Amy from Brooklyn Nine Nine, Michael and Holly from The Office, Patrick and David from <gasps> Schitt's Creek, and Liz and Chris with two S's from Third Rock. We did it. It's three out of four. Three out of four, baby. Oh, you almost got a person. All I, all I wanted to do is bring attention to the song Coming Home to You, <laughs> Running Home to You <laughs> by the dude in the Flash. That's all I wanted to do is bring attention. That's to the, the name on, could... on Apple Music, the dude from the Flash. That's his uh, artist name. His name is Grant Dustin. Running Home to You, it'll come up. It'll be fine. I'm yeah, not trying to add no mushy love story bullshit oh, to my playlist. That. I wish we could end. Man, I I hate the fucking I licensing know. because that, so this is be the perfect time. What I used to do in my live show, I could do that shit all the time. That's Alex. He would come to the show all the time. Oh, yeah. I'd play whatever the fuck I wanted because it was a live recording, not on air. You know, it wasn't like straight into the microphone. That shit was insane. We could play whatever we wanted. Now we're so limited. I want to play Running Home to You. Uh, anyways, thank you guys for checking us out. Make sure you check out the uh, podcast. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version of this, check us out on Facebook, on YouTube. Uh, you can check out the video. It's still up. All the links are on our bios. Everything is MT Geekmore, uh, including our Cash App and including our Patreon. Uh, you go to uh, patreon.com slash MT Geekmore or the Cash App is a dollar sign. MT Geekmore, uh, Alex, because you are a guest, we're going to give you all the proceeds of tonight's episode <laughs> that get donated by Cash App. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would also be Hell the yeah. first time. It would also be the first time anybody donates via Cash App to the <laughs> yeah. podcast. Uh, but all the proceeds from this episode go to you, my friend. Thank I look you forward to for spending by. zero dollars. Thanks for having me. This was great. This was Yay, a ton of fun. Thank you. Thanks so much Thank you for coming in. Uh, check out his podcast uh, on the Missing Sock Network. So make sure you go check that out. Mike is in a bunch of them. Alex is in a bunch of them. Uh, the kid, the kid Bop one is really fucking funny, man. I, I mean, I'm not dissing any other. I just that's the one I've listened to, and I'm like, that's really Thanks, funny. Thanks, man. Fair. Yeah, yeah. Take shots at the other the 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 co-host that's not uh, that's not the, on the on the show that the co-host right here is not on. <laughs> Not yeah, 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 because contextualizes the universe is like it's been done, right? We Alex Nary was right. gonna do his own podcast that was called Nary Contextualizes Mike Contextualizes the Universe. Oh my god, and <laughs> I, I want to call his bluff, dude. I exactly like to fu- fucking do it then, prove it. Oh yeah, gosh. no, but the problem the problem with that is that I have to listen to Mike again, and yeah. so yeah. I don't want to go for it. I'm kidding. Uh, it's just you know, look, man, I'm already doing four podcasts. Do I really want to do another one, again, bro? Don't birthday. tell Alex that Alex is in the same boat. I just yeah. I've got I, I uh, there's too many. He's tired. Oh, <laughs> the last I've had two podcasts. I had one podcast for ten years. The second one came like five or six years ago, and then the last two I. I started a year ago and I'm thinking, oh, it's COVID. I have plenty of time. And now this just caught up with me. I'm like, I don't really have time anymore. No. I effed uh, up and did that too, man. I started like six and then all of a sudden people want me to go places and do stuff. And I'm like, nah, nah, I have to mm-hmm. listen to kids bop and <laughs> I have to, listen. <laughs> I have to watch Marvel now. movies. Leave me alone. That's how we are with martial arts movies now with kick flicks. It's like, Mike, what do we have to do? And I'm like, doing homework. What's your homework? Yeah. <laughs> Watching a ninja assassin. I know. Ugh. It's so, so horrible. Yeah, <laughs> but keep mom leave me alone. I'm watching Street Fighters. Jeez, <laughs> uh, 
I have to watch this for a show. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for checking us out. Uh, check out Mike's uh, Instagram uh, or his social media handles, always at Mike Mercadol. Missy's is uh, at Missy the Writer. Uh, Alex is at uh, R Alex Murray. Uh, and make sure you check that wow. out. And then my, mine is Nary Signs, except for my Instagram, which is still Nary Comic. But there's positive feedback from Facebook. I'm just awaiting a word. And I've been Ooh. waiting for the last four days on whether or not I get my original account. Yeah, so I'm just waiting. It's just a waiting game. But I do have, there was a glimmer of Facebook's hiding behind a door with a bunch of lit candles waiting for you to walk in, man. (laughs) I'm ready, baby. The proposal is... Yes, yes, a million times yes, Instagram, please. (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys for checking us out. Go to geekbro.net, check out the other podcasts on the Geek Bro Network, uh, which include, but are not limited to, the aforementioned uh, Kickflix, What's Up Bro, uh, seasons a TV podcast. Uh, Better let me tell you. Uh, Child like our best with Mike Valdez. Um, Cramacopia. Shiver. Cramacopia. Uh, uh, with uh, with which is the newest one on the network. Which is uh, with Q and um, Jeff. So make sure you guys check that out. Go to geekbro.net. You guys have been great. Thank you very much. That's how uh, lists are made.